the Lord heals the brokenhearted. I was watching a Christophonic video on YouTube, and, and then I ended up on the YouTube train, and uh, one video leads to another. But I saw this, this title over here. It said, How Jesus Redeemed My Gender Confusion. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Turns out there's this woman, Dr. Linda Sailors, and she shared about how as long as she could remember in her life, she experienced herself as a boy. And she showed like pictures of her as a child, just, you know, dressed like a boy, and, and she felt like a tomboy and, didn't, and never felt at home in her own body. She remembers thinking to herself around that time as she got older was, okay, people tell me I have, I feel like I have two choices. I can have surgery and do something to act on what I'm feeling, but then I worry about how that might turn out or my, if my family's going to reject me or, but I could not do that and just continue to feel ill at ease and maybe I might want to take my own life. And even in that place that she was, she said, you know what, I know that I need my family. And so, you know what, I'm just going to stay with what's going on and take the chance that maybe I'm not going to hurt myself. Well, as her story went on, she ended up being invited to a church and a youth group, and she ended up encountering Christ and making friends and eventually was just involved in this young adult community. And she showed a picture and she even said, like, there I am, and the girl behind me wearing the blue sweater, I, I had a total crush on her, and it was really distracting to be there and everything. She's like, but I was trying to make sense of all this. Her sister at one point brought to her a journal that her mom had had, and she said, I don't know if you know this, but look at this. And it was right about the time of this Linda's birth, and the mom had written, I wish I had a son and not a daughter. And so she didn't know what to do with this, so she brought this to her counselor, and her counselor said, well, I think perhaps it'd be good to forgive your mom and, and pray about this. And Linda's like, well, I, I didn't even know this. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I was a baby. How would I have known this? Like, I don't know that I really need to forgive my mom, but sure, if, if you know, I'm happy to do that. And so she basically said, Mom, I forgive you for wanting a boy. And the counselor said, okay, well, let's ask Jesus, Christian counselor, let's ask Jesus what he has to say. And she said, I felt in prayer that God say to me, your mother may have wanted a boy, but I, God, have veto power, and you, Linda, have full permission to be the woman I created you to be. And she said, in her video, her experience, she said, from that day on, she has not had a desire or an experience of be feeling like she was a boy. That she began to, she said her mind was renewed, that she began to change on the inside, and it ended up kind of changing her on the outside in a sense. She showed, a, she showed these pictures. She's like, this is me that, around that time, and this is me a year later. And you, you saw her just kind of develop into her femininity. And instead of this, this progressive growth and healing that she said that, that Jesus had brought her, instead of feeling 
rejected, that she felt wanted for who she was, and, and she experienced this deep inner healing. I, I've heard it said that a lot of problems are caused psychologically, but the healing comes spiritually. That a lot of problems in life happen from psychological things, but the healing comes spiritually. I'm, I'm, I'm pondering that, but it's something worth thinking of. And it makes sense that if God is a, the divine physician, that if Jesus is the healer, that maybe he can heal me. And that's what Jesus shows today in our readings, that, that he desires our healing both inside and out. That he goes to the house of Simon and Andrew, he knows what's going on there. He knows that Simon's mother-in-law is sick. What does he do? He draws near, he grasps her hands, and helps her up. Then it says, they brought to Jesus all who were ill or possessed. And it says, he cured many. Which always bothers me, because I'm like, I'm usually like the exception. You know, like you're healing all these people, but then I'm the one guy that you don't heal. Why would Jesus not heal everybody. And then it says he goes off to pray and he comes back and they're like, hey, everybody's looking for you. So, okay, so everybody's looking for me and what does Jesus say? Okay, let's go on to the next town. I was like, Jesus, there's people that need healing and it feels like you're ignoring them. Does Jesus know that we all need healing? Yes. But he doesn't give everybody physical healing. What, what's going on there? That, that yes, God desires everyone's redemption, but the healing we need, the redeeming we need, is not just in our bodies, but it's through our entire being. It's in our, in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. And so he goes to preach, to these also I must preach, he says. I may preach there also. That his preaching is to preach the truth. That, that somehow, as he goes to continue his healing there, that there's truth that he wants to speak, and that perhaps truth is a deeper healing than even a physical illness. I want to throw another little data point out there I think is interesting. I've been reading a few books by uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, and he has a theory. His theory that he, he sees again and again he sees a connection between the body and the soul. And when someone comes to him who's ill, he now asks them this question. How come you needed to get sick? So if someone says, I have cancer, then he asks them, how come you needed to get cancer? And it's an interesting question because he's heard people say, give responses like, well, um, I was always so busy taking care of others. And now this forces me to slow down and take care of myself. That I've actually learned, I've actually had to learn to love myself. And that maybe that physical illness is actually a means of God healing a deeper illness within the person. Psalm 147 today says, Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. 
And that perhaps the healing we need, again, is not so much in our, our bodies, but in our hearts, deeper down. This week I helped a friend of mine, he makes these videos to destigmatize seeking mental health. So the idea is we, it's, it's okay to seek mental health. And so he wanted, I, I, I've been like giving him advice and stuff on all that. And then I was like, I could do one of these videos. And he's like, yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> I opened my mouth. So, so he comes up and he's like, and so I'm, I'm sharing with him just my story and of seeking mental health and support and all that stuff. And, and also I hear myself say in this video, God has brought me so much healing and I've realized that I'm more broken than ever. And that I'm realizing that the answer that God is doing in my life is not to get me to some magic level of wholeness. Like I want to, God's going to heal me and I'm never going to hurt again. That I'm going to experience this great peace and everything's going to be fine. I was like, I'm realizing that life is not fine. <laughs> and, that, and that the more I acknowledge my brokenness and I bring it to Jesus, that what I experience is Jesus, who chose to be broken for me, Jesus, who chose to be broken with me, loves me in my brokenness. And that actually is so healing, and it allows his love to then flow through my brokenness to help other people. I feel like I've, I've said multiple times in the last couple of weeks, I'm like talking to people and listening, and, and I've said, I don't need to say this, but hopefully it's good. I say, if you feel like I know what I'm talking about here, it's because some of the brokenness you're experiencing is stuff that I've experienced. And that the Lord has loved me in those places, which thou now makes that brokenness a conduit where his love can flow through to help others. Do, do you feel that? It's why, it's why the best helper for an alcoholic is a recovering alcoholic. Like they've experienced this healing and redemption and it opens up their hearts and love to others. And so maybe, I don't know, maybe why God allows us to be in need of healing is because that's precisely the path that allows us to love even more. And yeah, I've been frustrated at times because I didn't think God was doing, he wasn't healing me as fast or in the way that I wanted him to. But, but healing takes time. God can do it immediately, but most often he chooses to heal things gradually because that just works better for us. And so, my prayer, invitation for prayer today is, Jesus, I thank you for my brokenness. I know that I need more healing. I thank you for the ways that you've already healed me that allows my brokenness to be a healing source of love for others.